This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T. Crick, let's get back to uh, our previews here for college football. Yeah. This Texas A&M-Mississippi State game is an interesting one. You have ranked Texas A&M number 17 in the country traveling at Mississippi State, and Mississippi State is favored by four. That always is kind of a red flag when you have a non-ranked team favored over a ranked Vegas team. Vegas knows. They do know. So do you have a play in this one? Oh, I've got multiple plays. Oh, talk to sir. me. Yes, sir. First and foremost, let me just say this. Haynes King, no Haynes King. I don't care. This A&M offense isn't great. It's garbage. It's Yep, it's a little bit of hot trash. It is. The defense, though... Very nice. Like, one of the better defenses it in is. the league. Yes. Their secondary elite. Probably in the tippy top of the SEC, I would say. So, what that leads me, pretty much every week, every single week I've played it, every single week it's hit, I take the under. And now, Vegas is getting smart now. They're starting to creep these totals down. Yes, they tick, are. Tick, tick, It was 55, then it was 53, then it was 52, then it was 50 and a half. 45 and a half. And you know what? I do not care, PJ. I am taking the under Still 45 and a half. A&M's defense, number 13th in the nation, holding opponents to 13 points per game. They don't even give up a ton of yards. They have a really good red zone defense, number 12. And like I said, they barely score themselves. A&M has not come close to the total 45 and a half all year. Both of Mississippi State's games against non-cupcakes have gone under. Their defense is very good. Mm-hmm. They're one of, the, one of the teams that opponents run least against, which implies that their secondary is something that can be picked on. But unfortunately, A&M doesn't sling the rock that well, so I don't think they're going to be able to exploit that, Peach. I also like Mississippi State minus four. I do too, Trista. One of my favorite plays of the week. Uh, look, I mean, you want to talk about a sandwich spot. Think about Texas A&M. They played Miami. Mm-hmm. Game day was there. They just had that crazy finish against Arkansas. And then ne- next week, Trista, they have Bama. Bama. Under the lights, 8 o'clock on CBS. And that's the game we've been talking about since the offseason with the Jimbo Saban comments. You know there's going to be some look ahead there. Oh. Some big-time look ahead. And these Texas A&M-Mississippi State games are always ugly. Always. Gross, yeah. I-, I would be shocked if both teams are in the 20s. I think you're under It's a like 13-10. It's yeah. like a 13-10 game. I mean, maybe 14-10. We'll call it a 14-10 game because that's what we need. That's exactly right. No, I think you're right. 17-10. We'll call it 17-10. How about that? I like that. Yeah, I I think Mississippi State. Mississippi State money line minus 190 if you're looking for like a semi-short. I like that. That's one of my favorite like money line spreads this week is just taking Mississippi State to win outright because I think they're going to win. And I like these, uh, you know, not, I wouldn't call them like heavily juice money lines, yeah, but like slightly juice money lines like this. And I would put that as an anchor into a parlay, right? Mm. That's, that's what I like to do. If I am not comfortable taking the number, then I'll just do something else with that same play. I like that. So I, I would like do that. that. Ryan, what, what are you doing? In yeah. This Mississippi Ryan, State you got A&M any, uh, any thoughts on Miss State A&M? Oh, uh, man. This is a tough one. I feel like 
What'd you guys say? I don't want to go against you. Oh, I'd we probably, both like Miss State. You like Mississippi State? Yeah. I might play Texas a and I, I mean, I'm not going to bet them. I just, if I had to do like a pick contest or something like that, I don't know. I don't like Jimbo's offense at all. Yeah, it's bad. That's what we were just saying. But they just have so much damn talent. And maybe it just all kind of works out for them next year because it was the number one recruiting class this year. So they're all kids. Half those guys aren't even on the field right now. But I mean, they should win this game. They, I mean, their win total was eight and a half. We thought they were going to be the team to maybe give Alabama a run for their money this year. And mm-hmm. it's been a huge letdown. Mainly because of Jimbo, to be to Look be ahead spot, though. They play Alabama next week. I also like the under, Ryan. We both were talking about that. That's 45 and a half. I'd play the under. Yeah, because if Texas A&M is going to win this game, it's because it's going to be because of their defense. It's just, man, you're taking an under in a, you know, a, a Mike Leach type game. Uh-huh. Will, Will yeah. Rogers has looked all right at times. They're able to run the ball. I'm staying away. I'll root for Mississippi State for you guys because I like rooting against Jimbo. <laughs> nice. There you go. Purdue, Minnesota. We have Minnesota. They're now ranked number 21 in the country. They're laying 11 and a half at home. It appears Aiden O'Connell. It's 12 and a half now. Uh, Is it moved? Yeah, down again? to 11 now. Oh, okay. So which, when I had dinner, it was 12 and a half. And that's what I got. That was 12 and a half. And that tells me that it looks like Aiden O'Connell is going to play in this game. Quarterback for Purdue. I, look, I like Purdue in this spot, guys, because... Minnesota, you know, for a couple weeks on the show, we talked about, like, who's the best team in the Big Ten West, and now I feel like everybody's like, oh, Minnesota, Minnesota. They whooped on Michigan State last week, but this is what Purdue does. Like, Jeff Brom, if he's good for anything, he's great at upsetting, like, top 25 teams. He's great at upsetting top five teams, but top 25 teams, I just think this is a great spot for Purdue to get right. Their two losses this season to Syracuse and Penn State have come down to the final, like, 30 seconds of the game. I mean, they easily could be undefeated right now. I just feel like this line's a little inflated because of what Minnesota did to Michigan State last week. And Michigan State just, I mean, you see how much they miss Kenneth Walker on that team. Are you worried at all that Minnesota might actually be good? I I think they are good, but I don't think they're 11 and a half points better than Purdue. I just think that's lined way too big. It's a big line. It's a big line. They should win the game, but the line's too big. I just hope they're good enough to win eight games. Yeah. Mm. I actually (laughs) lean the, I didn't take it officially. But I lean Minnesota first half, mm. so that's one one way to get into it. Let me just see what that is, uh, what that number is, because I didn't actually play it. It's seven. Ooh, it's a key number. I don't know. That's a stay away for me. Ryan, Absolute stay away. You got anything in this one? Yeah, I played Purdue with you, man. I okay. just I completely agree with your breakdown right there. And I was pretty high on Minnesota going into the year, and they probably win this game. But I could see this being a field goal game. I got to be honest. I could see Purdue winning this game. Uh, especially Aiden O'Connell, it looks like he's going to play. Says my yeah. sources from Stevenson High School where he went and Ooh, played quarterback. There yeah. you go. It looks like he's a game-time decision right now. But like you said with that spread, he's he's going to play. I don't know what he's going to look like, but he's going to play. And so I do think that they keep it close. I think they could be live. That, that might be worth a money line sprinkle. I agree with you. P.J. Fleck, P.J. Fleck is a dog. Great bet against the spread. P.J. Fleck is a double-digit favorite. Not so much. I'm not sold on it, man. He's better than the underdog role. I agree with you. All right, now this next game is an interesting one. Couple of top 25 teams, number 22 Wake and number 23 Florida State. Florida State's minus seven at home, over under 66. You guys have a play in this one. I took Wake Forest plus seven. I vacillated over it. I think Wake Forest is just good. I just think they're a good team. I don't necessarily trust Florida State to be a real thing, a touchdown favorite, even though they're at home. Sam Hartman's very good. This offense is crazy. Their defense is pretty good. We saw it last week as well. I just took the seven. Just, like, get a clean game for for these Demon Deacons and get out of there. Get out of there. 
Yeah, this one scares me a little bit. Yeah, man, it scares like, me too. It, it's it's kind of like we said, the yeah. number is telling you Florida State, but like Trista, I grab Wake Forest because I think they're the better team. And I get why Florida State's getting love because they've looked much better defensively. This is a huge step up in class. I mean, what's their big win this year? LSU? Yeah. In the first game with a yeah. new coach. And that was a sketchy yeah. win. And they should have lost. I mean, yeah. they shouldn't have lost that game. They controlled it pretty much the majority of the game. But they obviously LSU misses it. an extra mm-hmm. point that would have sent it to overtime. Jordan Travis, though, I will say this, probably the most improved passer in the country. And Mike Norvell, now that he finally has his guys in his system, like they got really good balance. They got three good running backs, three solid receivers. At least two of those guys are going to the uh, NFL. And then their offensive line, which was awful last year, has actually been really good, especially with the run. But I like the over in this game. Wake Forest, top 20 scoring team. If you look at the advanced box score last week, they actually beat Clemson by four points. They had some really bad luck. There were some bad drops in that game. You know, they weren't really able to run the football in the first half. And I know Florida State's defenses look really good, but this is their toughest test. I really like A.T. Perry and Donovan Green, NFL caliber receivers on the outside, and I love Mm -hmm. that little RPO that Hartman runs to him because then he's got them both on the outside. Plus, Florida State's got some injuries on their defensive line right now, so I think Wake Forest keeps it close, even though the number's probably telling me that's not it. I want to see how Florida State uh, goes about defending Hartman, too, because Clemson pressured him on 42% of his dropbacks with their defensive line, and it didn't matter. He put up ridiculous numbers. He was elite last week, so I have to take the points with Wake Forest, and I like the over. Yeah, I I, I think all everything you guys are saying are right. This is going to be a stay away for me. I think the overs probably look. I definitely would not take the under. I, if I had a play, probably would be Florida State, but I can see, especially at seven, I can see why, Trista, you would like Wake because this could be a touchdown game. You could get a push. That should be a fun one to watch. This next game, Michigan State and Maryland. Now, this is one of my favorite plays on the board. I really like Michigan State this week, plus seven and a half. Maryland had a really nice performance against Michigan last week, and Michigan State got blown out by Minnesota. But this has been the story of Maryland's football program, really, especially ever since Loxley took over, is they just can't consistently play well throughout Big Ten play, and especially the fact that they're laying seven and a half at home. I just I think that's crazy. I think that's way too many points. A thing I've noticed, too, in college football this year is when teams kind of have, like, moral victory losses the next week, they tend to have some letdowns and not play well. Like Notre Dame against Ohio State, what do they do the following week? They lose to Marshall. Like teams have those kind of letdowns where, oh, you think they're getting ready to take the they next step? They expended all of their energy just to compete. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, they have a lesser opponent and they don't think nearly as much about them. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, especially the fact we're getting the hook in this game, I think Michigan State's the play. It's kind of like the trend in the NFL where teams that start like 0-3 but cover the number in three games, like the Houston Texans, you mm-hmm. know then in week four, they're 8-12 and 12 against the spread the last 20. Like That's why I'm scared about that one. But I'm also scared. I don't think Justin Herbert's going to play this week, dude. Mm, he might not. Uh, Trista, I know you love this Virginia Duke. You love something in this game. What, what do you like? I'm taking the under. Virginia okay. averages like 13 points per game. They're... Defense is pretty real as well. I mean, it's just the same type of team in off and in ba- basketball as it is football. Like this is just a low-scoring team. Duke's three and one to the under. Virginia four and zero oh to the under. Take it forty-nine and a half. Very nice. Probably my favorite play of the week: Ohio plus eleven and a half against Kent State. Kent State coming off that performance against Georgia. I think Ohio keeps it within the number.